0: Every time I come around your city bling All about those bands, no wedding ring. She is not my love, she like Billie Jean. She is like my love, she not Billie Jean. Uh, young money, old money, cash money. I lost money, old money stacked money. You know I gotta feed, what's the budget though? You know this ain't for free, where the money though?
1: Hey y'all, it's your girl Smanji and welcome to the 22nd episode of Avocado and Honey. Now if you haven't already, um, go ahead and log on to YouTube and check out the first two episodes of Avocado and Honey live. Uh, the second one was with uh, Vegan Gene. He came and taught me how to make vegan pizza. And it was delicious y'all, so go ahead and check out those two videos on YouTube. Um, But on this 22nd episode, I got the dope Mr. Corey Taylor, creator of Fitness as a Lifestyle. How are you Mr. Taylor?
0: I am doing well. Very well, very blessed
1: that's great to hear so uh what is fitness as a lifestyle
0: fitness as a lifestyle is a movement um it's the birth child of my passion for, for health and wellness um, it came to be around 2010 in my mom's back computer room in Nashville Tennessee online via blog and I was, at one point was just writing my own articles on fitness professionals and what i thought eating healthy was and how to work out things of that nature and I eventually moved to atlanta georgia on faith and uh began to start the process of building fitness as a lifestyle in 2010 and 11 until a real the company so just through patience and hard work i grew it from an online domain name to an actual business where we service thousands of people through online content bootcamps, workshops, seminars, things of that nature, and it's just grown to really be something that, you know, is bigger than me now, and, and I'm helping people all around the world, and, you know, it's definitely uh, still a passion of mine, but it, it really was the birth child of just my interest in health and wellness. You know, fitness is my lifestyle.
1: <laughs> and speaking of helping people around the world, um, I do see, like, you were working with um, some celebrities like Nisi Nash and things like that through virtual workouts. So this is kind of my first time ever seeing anything like this. So how did that come about? And then, like, what's the experience with virtual workouts?
0: Yeah, so virtual training um, is definitely um, new right now to the world. I do know, just based on the things that I see in my head, that it will be eventually the way people train. But um, it definitely was something that I cultivated within my own tribe around 2013. Which, you know, to be honest, came from a suggestion from a client, you know, someone in the West Coast when I was living in Atlanta was saying, you know, Corey, can't you work me out through my phone? You know, can you just tell me what to do in my living room? And I didn't think about it at all. Like, my entrepreneur mom was like, well, you bet I can. Let me get you those races. <laughs> you know, from there it started. And it really just made sense at that time. You know, you could say time your boyfriend or you could be called to to trial via Skype, you know, or if you could accept an award via satellite, then, you know, why can't I, you know, with your, you know, belief in you know what to do in your own house or gym and so you know around the turn of 2013 i started doing virtual training with clients and then it grew from just working with people here and there to actually being a part of my program you know where i was literally having people come up and sign up just for virtual training and the definitely the the, the tipping point was when i got the opportunity to work with uh award-winning actress Mm -hmm. and and just overall hustler of the year nisi nash and she kind of took it to the next level because then she was able to drop about 25, 30 times in just a couple months. It showed her how much more she could have been doing, and she was impressed with how little time it took. So she went on a it that, that spring, and she was mentioning me on Wendy Williams, on Rachel Ray. She had an intimate interview on Dr. Oz, where she, like, name-dropped me and the program. And uh, it really just created a stronger buzz than it was already for, you know, it all... And I'm just blessed to have been able to kind of, you know, offer her that and for her to have gotten such amazing results. But mm-hmm. it's still just beginning, you know, the next step for me to develop an you know, app to where you can access me and all my content through that. And then I'm also thinking about doing things within the VR world, you know, maybe implementing some programs within that realm to where you can download me and my program. You know, that's all in the future, but... I definitely look at virtual training as a real thing, and I've helped a lot of people lose weight. I've felt people lose hundreds of pounds without ever beating them, mm-hmm. and it's just as impactful as personal trainer.
1: And how did you um, end up on being a trainer on A&E's Fit to Fat to Fit?
0: Oh, Fit to Fat to Fit. So how did I end up being a trainer on A&E's Fit to Fat to Fit? Well, us, me and my business partner and, and lifelong friend and manager, Lizanne, we're you know, we're always ambitious, you know we always in Shout out to Lizanne. Shout out mm-hmm. to and the people's purposes. We're always ambitious in Atlanta, and that was something about us. And so we were always looking for ways for me to differentiate my brand and myself from, from others. So we saw something, and, and granted, me personally, I never wanted to do TV. I still don't. I was always telling my manager that if I did anything, it had to be Doc e. theory. Like, I'm not about to do fake. I want to be real. And so it limited our options. But we, she ran across the casting. They called for, uh, you know, personal trainers, looking for trainers all over the world that want to show that the program is, is legit. And it's going to be for A&E, which, you know, typically means documentary. So she just sent my info in, and, you know, like she does every other day. And I think they reached out to us, and they proceeded to kind of interview me for it, which up to my knowledge at that point, it was just about being, you know, Able to show your program work and help people lose weight, which I do every day. You know, maybe it wasn't until the third interview that they then revealed to me, well, the catch is that you're actually going to gain 40% of your body weight <laughs> first, in order to, you know, lose it. And you're going to lose it with a client. That's going to be the actual show itself. And It scared me to death which is why I had to do it. You know, it took mm-hmm. me two days to respond back. And I had never been really fearful of anything. And I just, me knowing myself, you know, I was like, well, maybe there's room to grow here. So I allowed myself to do it. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my young life. I had to binge every day, literally binge every day, 8,000 calories a day. I was wow. Eating, literally, yeah. You know, I was eating whole pizzas for breakfast, m- drinking milkshakes all day, eating I was averaging like 70 wings a day. I was averaging like you know, three pounds of rice a day. I was eating like a sumo wrestler. And I, and I say it because I can't, you know, you have to actually watch the documentary to, to get a uh, grip. But I mean, it, it was hard. It was emotionally challenging. Physically, my body was breaking down. Blood pressure was going up. And I ended up gaining 60 pounds in four months. And then I had to then lose it with the client, which a lot of people think oh, you're a trainer. You can lose it weights easy. Sure, I know how, but there's. You gotta have heart. Yeah, you You gotta have heart to do it. It doesn't matter. Like a rich man can go broke, but it doesn't mean it's not gonna be like painfully tasking and daunting to get rich again. You know, so you know I had to build myself back, and and in doing so, and helping her lose weight, you know, we were able to drop sixty pounds. I dropped sixty pounds in four months. She dropped fifty. In doing so, I feel that I kind of revealed some things to myself, too. You know, I had to dig deeper and and realize it wasn't the physical that was defining me. You know, when I gained weight, I couldn't motivate you by showing you how hard I could work. So I had to get into, like, speaking to you. And it was just a lot of things that I realized from taking myself out of my normal routine of living. And so when I made it back to my normal body, and I helped her lose weight as well by the end of the documentary, I'm a different dude, and and that, for me, was a good turning point in my life. You know, I lost a lot of inhibitions. I lost a lot of ego, Mm -hmm. and I got deeper into my true self, and it inspired me. You know, it inspired me the next year to close my studio down. It inspired me to think bigger than where I was and start considering California. It really changed my whole mindset. So I'll never do it again, but I'm thankful for having gone through that project.
1: But How were you mentally, like, going through all these changes? Because I'd, like, I know... Like, I don't know how I, I would have been able to stay sane doing all this.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, I, I didn't have any, you know, how was I mentally able to go through this process when I was doing the project. I didn't have anyone to compare myself to. I really felt alone. I felt that no one would really understand what I was going through. Like the be- people that are already overweight couldn't relate because they're like, oh man, you know, you get to eat whatever you want, it must be fun. And the people that are already in shape couldn't relate because they're like, man, you're crazy. I would never destroy my body. So I personally, I personally thought that I was kind of alone. And I just had to man to, to up, you know, I had to, to, to really focus on what it is I wanted to accomplish. And I, and I would remind myself every day that this project is bigger than me, that this project is going to change my life, this is going to change the, 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 the texture of my brand, that this project is going is to help other people. In some way, later down the line, I didn't know, but I was like, it will. And I, I just constantly had to remind myself it's bigger than me. Now, don't get me wrong, with me. there were days when I was like a complete asshole. You know, there were days when I was not myself. Mm-hmm. But it, I had to just kind of remind myself what it was for. And yeah, you know, looking back, whew, it was, I don't know how I did that. You know, I was able to do that and still maintain my client base, which, you know, I think a few other trainers on the show maybe had scaled back. I didn't scale back. I did everything I was doing before, it was just hard. It made me appreciate the fact how busy I was. I was like, "Man, Liz, you know, we we're pretty successful. Like, I'm mm-hmm. exhausted. I can't keep up with this. You know, it was it revealed things to me. But I, you know, literally, my mind, you know, I had to really just focus. And it just proves that you can get through anything if you're willing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I was willing to go through it, and I was willing to not drop the ball, and I wanted it to be a real experience. So I, you know, I had to I had to be honest with it. And and luckily, I got through it.
1: That's amazing. Um, how do you like help? So say you're with the client, and um, you're training them for like something that they're preparing for, like a marathon, and they don't want to listen. Say to like your eating plan or something. How do you? How do you encourage them to stay on track? Right,
0: like if I'm training somebody for a marathon, they don't want to listen to me. I mean as I've gotten older and into my craft, you know, I've I've developed lots of ways to reach people and I've gotten good at kind of understanding, you know, what people need and, you know, what's blocking them. But at the end of the day, if a person hires me and they're training for a goal or they have a specific goal in mind and they're not really listening or being able to execute things I'm telling them, you know, I just have to sit with them and, and, and make sure this is what they really want. You know, I don't, I don't, Force anything anymore, I because it's deeper than that. And so, if there's a block, you know, if they're not doing it the way it needs to be done, then you know, all I can do is kind of scale back, you know, to the most practical way to achieve it and leave it at that, and have to leave it up to them. So maybe they'll start out with a meal plan that they're failing at, and if they're, they're failing at that, I might make the meal plan a little more practical. Maybe instead of you know a seven day layout, it's a three day at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if they can't knock out three days at a time, then maybe it's just a, a guide as to Every day, at least, do this. And I mean, once we're at the bare minimum, once we're at the bare minimum of what they can do, and if they're still not doing it, well, then it's just up to them. They're going to have to really, you know, understand that they don't really want it. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather bring people to that point of clarity with themselves, and maybe attack it with a little more practicality, than to just make them feel like they failed themselves. Like you're not a failure if you don't get what you want. Right. You just maybe are. You just maybe don't understand the the, the extent as to which you want a thing. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe you are underestimating the things that you want. Maybe instead of making this a summer goal, you need to make it a year goal. You know, I build some perspective on them. And, you know, I think that will serve them better because that will save you time and money and discouragement. You know, when you really understand the reason why you're failing.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's just like being more realistic, too, about the goals.
0: Definitely, definitely. Being realistic about your goals. Being realistic about yourself. You know, I, I, I have a book coming out. June 1st is called um, The Journey for Self-Mastery Workbook. And in one of my chapters, I, you know, I say, you know, a lot of times people underestimate what they can do, you know, or they overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in three. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you see that every day. I mean, you, what you want to accomplish this summer is probably going to take more than you've ever given anything because you, you, you're used to going to your job and just showing up or you're used to going to that relationship and just being present, but you're not used to selling out. So you're you're really, you're really like, you know, you're underestimating your goal, but, but you're not really understanding. If you make this be about a few years from now, you'll not only have the body, you'll have the mind to keep it. You know? mm-hmm. So I'd rather a person, you know, know that and be blessed for the rest of their life, and just think that you know it's just as easy as following an airplane. It's so much deeper than that.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, and with what um, are you vegan or are you pescatarian?
0: You so I follow the I follow the Rastafari Rastafarian way of life. Shout out to the real Rastas out there, to my Jamaican family, Haitian family. So I don't I only eat from the water. Now, if you you know if you hung out with me for 60 days, you think I was vegan because I'm out here in Cali i love plants i love herbs i love roots so i eat a lot of vegan dishes if you follow me online you probably think i was vegan yeah you would never see anything but but every once in a while i have some fish on my plate every once in a while i have some shrimp so pesco is how i would label myself but it's funny because i think in about two years there's not going to be labels anymore yeah i think it's going to be because i think you're just going to be educated (laughs) (laughs) you just just know what's poison and what's not yeah exactly
1: but I just thought it was really interesting because like i i followed you i've been following you on instagram for a long time so i was following you when you weren't um like the our pescatarian or rastafarian yeah. <laughs> but yeah um... i used to, to get down <laughs> <laughs> but i just thought it was interesting because what a lot of people always say like a, a misconception with becoming vegan is that like you know you just get skinny and you're not able to build muscle and things like that but it was just like yo but i, I see you do it like you know you still are able to like keep your muscle and even gain more Without me,
0: yeah. That's the, and so I'm gonna drop some knowledge. That's the biggest misconception is that if you only eat, you can, you can, um, you know, you'll lose your muscle. Like I, I actually am denser, stronger, faster, leaner, and a better health today and heavier today as a pesco. You know, which I'm like ninety nine percent plant based than I am or than I was. Um, you know, when I was eating steak and eggs and meat, and potatoes and things of that nature. And here's the here's here's why. Here's like the the mind. You know, here's what blows your mind. If I only li- limit my protein intake to chicken, to steak, to turkey, okay. How much is that in my intake in a day? Literally, you know, how many times are you eating those things in a day? Maybe one, twice, three times. So you're okay, cool. You might get a hundred plus, might get too cool, right? Great. However. <laughs> If I'm including everything, right, on the planet, so dates, figs, broccoli, kale, spinach, um, you know, I mean, zucchini, squash, pears, red apples, red oranges, blood oranges, jackfruit, I'm eating that all day, and if every piece of fruit has a little bit of protein in it, 10 grams here, 9 grams here, 6 grams here, right, mm-hmm. how much do you think I'm getting in the day? Boom. So by including all of the fruits and veggies in my day, I'm exceeding the protein I was getting when I was just basically limiting it to a few sources. So that's the that's the thing that kind of blew my mind was wow I'm actually taking in more protein mm-hmm. because I'm including more foods and more fruits and vegetables than I was when I was excluding. See, a lot of people think in eat they think eating plant based is, is exclusion, but it's really inclusion. Mm-hmm. You know, my meat eaters out there, my carnivores are out there, my brothers and sisters, you're actually missing out on vitamins and minerals. And, and protein sources because you don't eat as much food and vegetable as I. You know, I'm faster than you. I'm stronger than you because I'm eating more than you. Mm-hmm. Like the, so you know, the advantage comes down to the molecular level. Culturally, we're, we're, we grow up to believe that you know, meat and dairy is your only source. I mean, it was just 50 years ago when we were getting milk in in you know glass glass vases, you know, or, or vials on the front, you know, it was just 60 yeah. years ago when vitamins hit the scene and everything, you know, so we're new to this, but the old knowledge has always been there. You know, there are more vitamins, minerals, and proteins and peptides in your fruits and veggies out there than there are, because there's only a few cattle and bovine you can eat, but there's mm-hmm. way more plants, so eating all day from the right sources gets me more protein, more calories, more minerals, so now at 29, I'm 210 pounds, I don't eat meat, i can bench 400 pounds i don't even eat meat you know i can run all day i don't even, you know i'm proving that this is actually how you become that hybrid version of yourself
1: and how do you incorporate like all this knowledge that you just broke down on eating and stuff how do you incorporate all that with your your eating plan like the meal prep that you offer how do i
0: incorporate you know all the knowledge into my meal prep i mean in doses because you gotta understand you know i'm 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 passionate about this stuff, so I spend a lot of time reading, you know, I spend a lot of time watching, I spend a lot of time listening and learning, so when it comes to clients, you know, I, I, I feed the knowledge and doses, you know, through Instagram posts, through YouTube YouTube accounts, that those strategies, and then you know, when I'm making a meal plan, it will be little things, like, you know, why am I, you know, Cory, why are there noni berries on this day, you know, oh, well, you know, anti-cancer, okay, cool, you know. Corey, why are there, you know, avocados every day? Oh, okay, healthy fats, cool. You know, Corey, why am I using, you know, vitamin E oil on instead of lotion on this, on this lifestyle plan? Oh, okay, natural. You know, I, I have to give it to them in doses, and it just makes people start thinking about what they're doing, and then, you know, in time, they begin to understand, and they, they kind of start their own research. So, you know, I definitely see people in doses, but, you know, for me, writing is, is a big thing that I'm getting into, and I feel that over time, mm-hmm. I have enough kind of content to where – you can take your time digesting the stuff that I'm that I'm giving
1: out. When you came out here, you you visited New York City a couple months ago. Um, how was your right. experience out here?
0: New York was awesome. You know, I'm gonna tell you one thing, Smitty. I love New York. I couldn't live there. Um, I come down and do, and do my do my thing, but I couldn't live there. It's, it's definitely a different type of way to commute when you're talking about going from one borough to the next, <laughs> jumping on subways, getting in gypsy cabs. You know, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot even for me. However, I do love New York in that it's a melting pot of different cultures mm-hmm. and it's just so many different minds to shape. And I had a real good time going to um, some of those communities that didn't have fitness as a lifestyle. They didn't have those people there that were showing them healthy ways to eat and live. They didn't have playgrounds. You know, that to me is my mission. So I, I really enjoy giving back. You know, I partnered up with the, the foundation, um, you know, Soccer of America. And we had some city officials come out there and bless us. Um, you know, I partnered up in Harlem with the Thurgood Marshall um, School for Boys, and went in there and I talked to them just about lifestyle changes and choices, and they really received me. Um, Wilton Fit, who's a great friend of ours and, and a great gym, he was out there, and he, he allowed me you know, access to all his clients, so... Um, it was a humbling and, and blessed experience and, I, and i'm happy i came and, and really with my connections to new york i hope to come every year and, and stay for like a month or so and just you know give just give
1: mm-hmm. that'll be cool i was um appreciative that you came out here as well because i finally got to experience one of your workouts and um yeah. it, it was um, a little bit more intense than i thought it would be um, it definitely got my money's worth <laughs> Um, but what right. I thought was really dope with your workout was how you incorporated meditation at the end. So what made you yeah. um start start doing that? And what's yeah, your experience been like medi- with that with your with your clients?
0: Sure. So incorporating meditation at the end of my workout. Um, I started doing that you know, not too long ago, it which it came from personal experiences, you know, I was meditating. I was in China with my athlete and I was in Turkey and I was going to these places and I was so alone in these places, you know, because I couldn't speak the language and I only knew one person that I, I was kinda forcing myself to have to get a little more thoughtful. It was right around the time I was doing the A project too. And so I you know, writing and meditating kinda came just natural. Like what am I else am I gonna do? myself. So, and I started seeing how it impacted my life and it made me be able to process my thoughts better and it gave me peace and and perspective over things. And I was not getting angry as much. I was, you know, being a little more connected to what I was doing. So, uh, you know, I wanted to, my manager was there. I think she kind of, you know, suggested I really start adding that to the workouts because, I mean, if it's something that's working for me, you know, why hide that? Mm -hmm. And so I I began to put that at the back end of my boot and the back end of my session. So, yeah, when I came to New York, I mean, I definitely wanted to give you guys the experience of you know that medium because after you go through such an intense experience with the physical and that low vibration, you know then we we must you know travel upward to that high vibration with the mental, and so by the end of that whole hour and a half, you've literally had a transcendental you know full body experience, you know you're not yourself, you're a better version, you're thinking better. And, uh, it was just my way, it's my way of giving people what I give myself daily. And so for me, you know, mental health is just as important as physical health. So, you know, meditation and, 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 and working out in my mind, at least they go hand in hand.
1: Yeah. And what are some of the, um, like reviews from your clients after, um, doing the meditation? Like, have you had a client that maybe worked out with you before, prior to doing the meditation and then worked out with you afterwards? Had like, what were they experience like comparison,
0: yeah. comparing them? Yeah. The, the, the reviews when it comes to the meditation, I mean, I, I've had clients that have told me straight up to my face that they come to my boot camps for the meditation, <laughs> you know, that they feel that it's way bigger than just them, you know, closing their eyes, that they feel like they're connecting to themselves, that they feel like they are are accomplishing higher thoughts and they just feel better about it. Um, And I've had clients who were were training with me at one point and we weren't meditating and then we began to implement that and they began to become more coachable. Mm -hmm. Um, They began to to find themselves able to focus more and I think it just keeps them connected to all the tools I'm giving them. You know, all the the advice, all the strategies, all the work we're doing, it keeps them conscious and aware and connected to it. So um, it should start with you, you know, in your workouts, but it, it eventually it becomes part of your your off-day routines just like stretching a drinking water you know encouraging clients to meditate on their own it just makes everything better
1: mm-hmm. i agree and um last time i seen you when you were out here in new york you were telling me about your natural hair journey how's that going
0: right so the, the hair journey it is definitely a journey it's changed over over the you know the weeks and whatnot and months and it became something that i felt good for my overall knowledge itself you know I wanted to start growing my hair um, and when I say growing my hair you know I'm not like everyone else like my hair isn't it's not as long as some of my brothers and sisters out here they can go six months without their barber and you know they got dreads you know that's not that's not in my DNA but it is in my DNA to have healthy full thick brown soft manageable hair and so I began to look at it as about my body as as an organ, you know, and so not just cutting it out and putting grease in it anymore, but letting it grow Letting it get strong, learning about the different oils, the argan, the Moroccans, the black Sea, the coconut, learning about the different textures. You know, I learned about hair growing in phases and mm-hmm. shedding season. And it became just as relevant to me as my body. And so it's still a journey I'm on. Um, you know, I still see myself as an old man with dreadlocks <laughs> laid down a lot. And, um, you know, I'm definitely not going to be, you know, cutting my hair low. Um, intentionally anymore, you know, if I go to a barbershop and he, you know, he, he makes a mistake, that's one thing, but I'm never going to go and get that dark Caesar or that, that low cut fade mm-hmm. anymore, I really am into seeing my body express its full potential and it's interesting because if you think about a black man's hair, or a black person, you know, individually, it can't grow but to a certain length, but united it can go down to your back and, and, and wow, you know, is that not such a metaphor, you know, individually, we can only go so far, but mm-hmm. united but United it were almost unbreakable, so um, it's still just as real to me, and it's, it's a journey I'm happy to be on. I'm learning so much about about just natural oils and natural methods, and it's, it's, it's all opened me up to more aspects of fitness too, just by having that, that that mind shift. So, you know, I'm 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 still a student. It's still fun mm-hmm. for me.
1: That's dope. That is so amazing. Um, and <laughs> you just moved to LA. What did you move in January?
0: I moved to LA thirty. I moved to LA thirty days ago. Oh, thirty days. Today. So how's it,
1: how's L. A.
0: Well, on my on my one month anniversary, I would say L. A. is 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 sacred to me. You know, I've always wanted to move here. I've always wanted to live here. Even at 2013 or 2012, maybe when I visited, I knew it would be something that um you know would be home later on. lot I just didn't know how to build that bridge to get here. But it's been everything I could have expected and then some. You know, there's a lot of people here that need my help. There are a lot of uh, misconceptions about trainers, about fitness coaches, but there are also a lot of open mind, open to the culture I've created in Atlanta, open to vessels like me, open to my idea of thinking, my ways of living. And so I think it's just going to be a beautiful harmony of alignment as I meet people who are only for me and a beautiful harmony of resistance as I change people and, 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 and make them better than they've ever been before. And there's been a lot of confirmation, too. I mean, the dreams are lucid. Um I'm clairvoyant again, you know, I'm seeing things really are happening. I'm on time for a lot of things that that seem crazy on paper, and mm-hmm. I'm literally I'm literally spending taking it one day at a time. I'm literally present one day at a time and it's, it's it's amazing
1: it's yeah, it is amazing. I need that's what I'm working towards. um but also before we go into our um, the next two segments, I wanted to know because you you are a mo- motivational speaker as well. So I wanted to know if you can kind of say something to those people who needs to, who keeps putting uh, their health off, who keeps putting off working out and changing their eating habits and everything. I want to see if you can give them a word to you. Sure. I'd
0: love supporting <laughs> to those people who are struggling with their with their goals. Um, All I would say if they were in front of me is this, stop underestimating yourself. You're, you're not realizing how powerful you are. You're not realizing how capable you are. You're not realizing how conquerable your life is. You 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 are assuming that. What you're up against is so much bigger than you that you must attack it and rid it of your life in three months, in six weeks, in one season. You need to take a step back and look at your whole life. You have so many resources around you. You have so many days and months and years to grow into your true self. You have so much time on your side. You're so much more powerful than you are aware when you realize you have so much time on your side. So take some pressure off your back and just be focused on perfecting the day, each day at a time. Be more focused on making sure the health is there, the thoughtfulness is there. Focus more on how much veggies you're eating, how many days you're stretching, how many weeks you're going where you're doing one or two workouts a week consistently. Focus on the foundation, the fundamentals. Focus on the things that the 88-year-old you were going to care about. Think about that. Dexterity, flexibility, pain-free mornings. Mm -hmm. Remembering your name, digesting your food, regular bowel movements, straight teeth, clear eyes, right? Focus on the foundation because there's so much time left in this game. The things you're stressing over, the things you think you're losing at are distracting you. Mm -hmm. If you get your mind right and you make your health excellent, you will exceed your goals.
1: Beautifully said. All right, so now it's time for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. Um, and this week, uh, we're going to give it to all the lovely l- graduates, all the melanated beauties out there who graduated from high school, college, getting their bachelor's, master's, doctorates, all those degrees. Um, shout out to y'all. Special shout out to a couple of my friends who graduated um, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Tony Ann, Siobhan, Rose, Kachero, and everyone else. All, all y'all, congratulations. <laughs> um, and also, uh, it's now it's time for... To love a black woman, so that's where you, Mr. Taylor, you get to say something that you love about a black woman in particular, so either like your mom, sister, cousin, anyone you like, um, or you can say something that you love about black women in general. go ahead, okay, so to love a black woman um well, I have
0: to I have to acknowledge the two women in my life that were able to hold it down while I found myself because yo. Growing up and getting into the the true essence of me as a man, my grandmother and my mom, you know, had to be so many types of strong, so many types of patient, so many types of willing, you know, to just get me through those days where I was rearing up, you know, and, and going through anger issues and going through school systems and Fighting and all of those things, and they were just able to love me, love me through those times. They were able to be patient with me through those times, and it, it's amazing because the man I am today, I couldn't be if it wasn't for that 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 phase in life where all I all I really could do was get loved and get supported. So to love a black woman, you know, I dedicate this segment to my mom and my grandmother, um, the two women and black women in my life that I think no one to really compare to. Only others could kind of aspire to be like as they grow older. Uh, and personally, to all my sisters out there, you know, um, I love you. We love you. Um, I respect you. I appreciate you. I do things with you in mind. I understand you are the creator of the world. I understand you raised and you you reared America at a certain time. I I, I understand that that crowd can get heavy, and I and I just want you to know that there are people more than you know that can see you I mean, we really can see you and it's just about us being able to be at a level of maturity emotionally where we can articulate it in such a way that we can show it with our actions but to my my sisters my queens out there you are respected you are seen you are shining and uh i'm proud of you
1: yes yes <laughs> love it i love it thank you so much uh corey for doing this interview and Taking the time out because I know it's like probably beautiful as hell out there. I mean, it's beautiful out here in New York too right now, but I know. But just thank you for taking the time out to do this interview. I really do appreciate it. And, and um, I mean,
0: I mean, this is—I was gonna say this is what I'm. This is what I like to do. So this is a part of my a part of my joy. Was you know sitting down with you and getting this done.
1: Beautiful. And where can um everyone find you and get information on everything?
0: Sure. So if you're looking for me, um, look to the sun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to you wanna definitely check out my website, Um, There you can find all my online content. You can also get a good idea of the brand that I build, see some clips from some documentaries and things of that nature. Um, if you want to be touched, uh, I advise you to um, follow my Instagram page. And that's where I put the majority of my content at. And it is at... I am Corey Taylor, I-A-M-C-R-R-E-Y-T-A-Y-L-O-R. From workout videos to motivational posts to thoughts on food to updates with clients is where you can get it all. And um, what I'd like to say is that I have my first book it's published, it's called The Journey. It is a self-mastery workbook. Um, it is coming out this June. What it is is a way for you to gain some of that control, some of those, some of that perspective, some of these that you know I've, I've spent a lot of time growing into um, it's a way for you to attain obtain that but it's going to make you work it's not a, it's not a book that you're going to put on your mantle and just be happy that you bought it's going to be a book that might take you 10 days to read 12 months to practice, but a lifetime to master, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like your Bible, which you should look at it that way. So the people out there and they want that, they want to take that walk. They want to be on that journey. Um, uh, it took a lot of work, took a lot of time, but I completed it and it will be ready for you soon. June 1st. So just be on the lookout for that. And, um, you know, through those mediums, you should be able to get to
1: me. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, you guys can follow me at underscore Samanjee at S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E on all social media platforms. And also, again, uh, be sure to subscribe on YouTube to Avocado and Honey's channel. Um, there will be another new episode next Tuesday, and uh, be sure to catch up on the last two. As always, I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.